Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Tess in Psachem, number nine. <clears throat> Again, we learn for a four shleima for Tova Miriam Bastvora Mindel, for David Akoin Ben Bluma Tzina Rochel, and Yaakov Akoin Ben Zlata Malka. <clears throat> the the uh, Mishnah starts at the top of the page, daf Tessam and Aleph. After you've done your B'dikas Chametz on the eve of the 14th, the night before Leila Seder, okay, the, 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 the Orlar Bosa, as we've called that. So why don't you say, listen, after you did the B'dikah, why aren't you concerned? You know, Chametz is still us, is going to be us for tomorrow afternoon. Uh, why aren't you concerned after you've done this room, maybe a weasel or some other animal schlepped some more Chametz into your house? Why aren't you concerned about that? Maybe he took it from one house, from one room to another, or from one corner to another corner in the house. Maybe uh, you've done the basement, and uh, after you went upstairs to check the main floor, uh, he brought some more stuff into the basement. Why aren't you concerned about that? Dim Otherwise, there's no end to it. Uh, even if you've checked your whole house, maybe uh, maybe brought from another house. Chutzel the doesn't mean that you're chayiv in the chutzel. The chutzel we learned yesterday that the you could assume that the animals would eat it up. But maybe brought it from one house in the chutzel to another house, or from city to city. As you never know, there's always animals. And others, the the, the houses were not hermetically sealed, and you could have rats or little animals or whatever schlepping in and out. So why aren't you concerned that after you did the after you did the bedika, maybe somebody, maybe an animal brought it in? Because ain't ladaver sof. You don't you don't have to be concerned about that. So we don't fear for that. There's no chashash. In other words, you can only do so much. At the end of the day, we said, of course, you're mavatalit anyway. So you're not over by your old bali matzah. You're not over for having chametz in your house. The reason we said we check is that you shouldn't case. You might find a piece and you may not mavatal that piece, according to Rashi. According to Tosis, the whole reason for Vedika is you shouldn't come to eat it. So here, maybe some animal will bring some food into your house unseen. Well, what are you going to do? You can only do so much, right? Ain't no dub herself if, you, if you're concerned about everything. So the Gemara deals, so that's what the Mishnah says. Well, we're going to come back to questions about this particular thing. Are you not really choshesh? But here the Gemara says, time it a chazina, the shakal. Reason is, if you don't see an animal bring in chametz and you check one room, you assume that room is checked already. You don't have to be concerned. You don't have to fear that maybe you brought something in because you didn't see him bring it in. Let's say you saw an animal, though, running into your house down into the basement with a piece of chametz in his mouth. You would, be, you, would be, you would fear for this. You would fear for that. And you'd have to check your house. And Farshim say, you might have to check your whole house. If you saw an animal running into the house, you were outside for a minute, and you saw an animal running into your house, you checked your whole house, so you checked half the house already, you don't know where the animal would do it. We learned that if you don't take hummets into the wine cellar, you don't have to check there. Yeah, but if you saw a weasel, the weasel's not mocked about the wine cellar or the den or the kitchen, whatever. If he brought some hummets into your house, he may take it anywhere. So possibly you'd need a bedik in the whole house. If you saw it. So again, our mission says if you didn't see anything, you did a bdika, that's good enough. You do a you do a bit on that so you can't be overly concerned. Otherwise, you can never, you could just, you know, it's it's never over. It's never over. You gotta stand there all day and guard every opening in your house. It's impossible. But if you saw an animal bring it in, smash me, you need a bika. Why? Why would you need a bika? If the animal brought it in, the probably the animal ate it up. Why don't you say, look, hey, the weasel brought it in. Why did he bring it in? He wasn't bringing you food. Probably ate it up. Milotan, did we not learn? Madura <clears throat> Sa'akum. Yeah. Brian, mm-hmm. this hummus was never yours. Of course not. It was never your hummus. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, so, yeah, right, so, 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 right, so you're not. It's also, 
Mm-hmm. Well, probably also smaller than a kazai. It's also well, no, not necessarily. A uh, weasel could have brought a bigger piece, and we don't know how big it is. Number one. Second of all, uh, three three things. First of all. It might have been big. Second of all, chametz is also even less than a kazayas. We'll see. The chumr of chametz is so great that even less than a kazayas, even a mashu is also. We'll talk about that. And number three, once it's in your house, the concern is you might come to eat it. You have to check it. What's the reason for the badik according to most Bishonim, not like Rashi, because you might come to eat something. And even according to Rashi, that says you might not be mavatalit, you might put it aside, etc. So yeah, oh, but the, it's, it's the chuldas. Once it's in your house, you know, somebody might eat it or your kid might pick it up or you might, you know, acquire it by lifting it if the chulda just left, the animal just left it there. So there is this concern. If he, you, you saw so him bring why, it into the house. Why don't you have to do this every day? That's the question. That's the question. No, so, no, no, no. The Mishnah says you don't have to do this at all. Once you made a bedika, that's good enough. You don't have to be concerned. Maybe an animal brought something into the house. But if you saw the animal, the Gemara's are saying that if you saw an animal bring it into the house, then you have to be concerned. If you were, if you were, uh, you're, you're in the middle of uh, Pesach or Erev Pesach and uh, your dog or your cat uh, was schlepping in a half a loaf of bread. You'd be pretty concerned, right? You don't say, ah, don't worry about it. He'll eat it up, you know? <laughs> if he brings it in, they were talking about if you saw him bring it into the house, then you have to be concerned. That's what it's mashma. If you don't know so about... The Mishnah's not talking about... The, the Mishnah's talking about only where you saw it? No, no. The, the Mishnah says, no, it's like I said. The Mishnah says, you don't have to be concerned. Once you did a badika, that's good enough. So the Gemara says, because you didn't see him bring it in. You don't have to be concerned. You don't have to be concerned. Maybe, maybe an animal brought it in. That you don't have to be concerned about. Otherwise, no, never. No, no, I'm just speaking about where you didn't see him bring it in. The Gemara says, though, Mash, because you didn't see it, but if you would see him bring it in, you would have to be concerned. You would have to do another badika. That's what the Gemara says. Time the question has... is, what's the timing here? No, no, the timing is before Pesach. The timing is every day of Pesach? The, torm- the timing specifically is before Pesach, because we're Why talking about a badika. You're right. If you Why saw an animal, you're correct. If you saw an animal bring in chametz on middle of Pesach, of course you'd have to go look for it. Of course, <laughs> what would you? you saw, what, what else would you do? You see an animal bringing a chametz into your house, you better check the whole house. You don't know where it is. Maybe somebody will eat it, right? Or maybe you'll acquire it, but kid, your kid will pick it up or whatever. So time it alone, has a shakel. Mishnah says you don't have to be concerned if you didn't see him bring it well, in. And Choshishin, if you didn't see it. Let's assume we're talking Erev Pesach. Okay, Erev Pesach, after you've done your B'dika, after you've done your B'dika. Why not every day? What do you mean every day of what? Of Pesach? Uh Uh-oh, we're losing. I think we're freezing up. That's right, every day. And Choshishin of Pesach. Okay, Ain Choshin on Pesach, right. Ain Choshin on Pesach. You don't have to be worried on Pesach, right? You don't have to worry on Pesach. Ain Choshin, Erev Pesach. Ain Choshin means if you didn't see any chametz coming into the house and you've done your badika, that's good enough. You don't have to do any more, right? But the concern is, the, so, the, so the Gemara says right away, that's if you don't have to be concerned if you, don't, if you didn't see him bring any chametz. But if you saw him bringing in chametz, you do have to be concerned. That's what this mashma. Time it alone, chazi. The Mishnah says, okay, you don't have to be worried. You did your bdika, that's good enough. Otherwise, you always have to be worried. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But if you saw him bring it in, it's mashma, you do have to check. Time it alone, chazina de shakal. Ha chazina de shakal. Chashin, you are concerned. Oh boy, bdika, and you have to check again. Bedika means, yes, you're right, Irving. You could check on, on Pesach too. If you saw an animal bring it in, you better check it out. The whole Isser is, is, is that you shouldn't come to eat it, let's say, right? So you shouldn't come to eat it. Obviously, you have to make a Bedika before. If you saw it on, on Pesach, for sure there's an Isser Daraisa. 
So certainly you need a patika of the whole house. <coughs> the Gemara says, but though even if you saw him bring it in, what's the concern? Why wouldn't you assume that he ate it up? Vamai, 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 nemachalte. Even if you saw him bring it into the house, assume he ate it up. Milotan, did we learn Madurus Akam Tameim? If a guy, a guy's residence, you assume that when they have a baby, they throw the baby, they bury the baby on the ground, right in the house. They have a baby that died. They, uh, you know, they, if they cover in the flint, if they have a, a miscarriage, they bury him in the house. Now, if you want to live in a house, if you want to move into a house that a guy lived there, you have to assume there's Tum over there. You have to assume them. How long could a guy live in there? You have to be concerned. In other words, if he moved in, because that's the that's the time that it takes for a Vlad to be uh, formed. If it's a baby's less than 40 days, it's not a baby. So if a baby was 40 days old and miscarried, they, uh, if, so if the guy was there 40 days, you can assume, you have to assume that maybe they had a miscarriage and they buried the baby there. And some say that a guy is metame ba'ol, even if the guy is not metame ba'ol, according to Rav Shuvan Yochoi, that he's not metame ba'ol, but he's metame ba'amagamasa. So, you know, in other words, you shouldn't go into the house, if, if you're a Kohen, you have to be concerned about Tumah. So he says like this, How long should he live? If he's there 40, 40 days, even though, he's not, even though he has no wife, but maybe he's Mazana, maybe he has a, uh, a live-in uh, woman, whatever. In other words, maybe he's Chosh for his nus. Obviously, if his wife came in already pregnant, it's even less than 40 days. We're talking about assuming that, you know, he wasn't living with anybody. He moved in. And um, at that point, if he, if he impregnates somebody, if he's there for 40 days, you have to be concerned about that. But that's what the, that's what the mission says over there in Olos, that if a guy lives in a place, you have to be concerned that maybe he uh, buried a, a nafel, a, a miscarriage there, and there's a question of tumma. So you have to be concerned about it. In other words, the house has to be cleaned out first and dug up and made sure that there's no dead bodies there. But if... It's a place where weasels or, or pigs can go. Why? Because you can assume that if there was a miscarriage there, they would eat it up. Chuldas and, and swine eat, eat uh, flesh. Amar of Zeira, so what do you see? You see that when, there's a, when a weasel is hanging around there, they eat it up. So why do you say, so the mission says like this, the mission says, you don't have to be concerned if you did a bedika. Oh, but if you saw him bring it in, you're not concerned that maybe a weasel brought it in, because if you went that far, you always have to be concerned. It's ain't the self. Maybe he brought it in from somewhere else. We don't know. Okay. But he's mashma that if you saw him bring it in, you would be concerned. Why would you be concerned? Why don't you assume that he ate it up, right? Why, just like we see over there, but if, the, if there was a chulda or a chazer in that area in the, in the house where the guy who lived, you don't have to be concerned about dead bodies because they would have eaten it up. So first the Gemara gives says, you know, it depends. Meat, they eat up. You know, they're carnivorous, but, but lechem, not necessarily so. In other words, maybe the weasel brought in some bread and he was leaving it there. Apparently meat, they eat up right away because, you know, maybe they're concerned about somebody else getting it or they know it's going to go bad. The bread can last for a while. Whatever the reason is, the animals, if, if it's meat, you can assume they ate it up, but not bread. Bread might be there, okay? Um, so the buster, lo comes to buster, they don't leave anything over. So if there were, if there were weasels or swine living in the house, no problem. Rava says, you don't have to come on to this. You're making a difference between whether it's bread or meat. That's not the issue at all. How can you compare the two? Over there in the case of the guy that possibly had a miscarriage that he buried in his house, right? We don't know for sure. 
What are the chances that he had a miscarriage and the baby died and they buried him there? We don't even know if she was pregnant, if he had a wife there, whatever. Maybe there was, maybe, even if there was a miscarriage, maybe the weasel or the swine ate it up. But over here we're saying, where you saw the chametz come into the house, you saw the weasel bring the chulda, bring the chametz into the house. It's a suffix, it's a doubt whether he ate it up, but it's a vade that there was chametz there. We have a klal in general, right? We have a klal that we don't say that suffix meets vade, that a doubt can't negate a certainty. So, in other words, in the case of the Goyim, we don't know if there was a body there or not. And even if there was, maybe, if there was, maybe, you know, the animal could have eaten it up. It's like a suffolk of a suffolk, right? But over here, if the chametz was for sure in the house, you saw the holder go into the house with the chametz, there is a concern there. So that's why Amisha says, if you didn't see it, a badik is good enough. You don't you have to be concerned, maybe, maybe, maybe. But if you saw him bring chametz into the house, you better check the whole house now because you don't know where he put it. Says the Gemara, so that's a clear difference. Forget about mostly meat and and, and bread; it doesn't make any difference. The issue is ain't something much with their right? But over here, right? So, but in the case of the chulda of, of the uh, dead of the dead body, it's a suffix and a suffix. Says the Gemara, ain't something much with their body. What do you mean? <coughs> is it really true that a doubt can never negate as something that's sure? But Tani, we learn chaver shemais. A chaver is a person who's scrupulous in his in his um, uh, observance of the mitzvahs. And if he died, the Nich Magur even if he left over a storehouse full of Paris of, of fruits and or or grain, whatever, um and even if you know you could tell that day that <coughs> they just piled them up that day. In other words, only then they would be chayim and trumas and maestros. and you can assume he gave trumas and maestros. In other words, his yarshim could eat it right away without any doubt. Here was vade tevel. The stuff was uh, was. Uh, produced that day, meaning it, the process was done and the pile was made that we know that it was Vare Tevel, the Vare Tevel, for sure it's Tevel, honey peri, these, he means fruits, he doesn't mean just fruits, he means grain, <coughs> these crops, the Suffolk Masar and Suffolk Masar, you're not sure if he gave mice or not, the guy died, you didn't see him give too much mice, it's because he's Suffolk Masar, here we see that it's something which is doubtful, take Vare, it was, it was Vare Tevel, you're not sure if he took too much mice or not, you say, oh, he's a Chavari, for sure took it, it's still a Suffolk, you don't know for sure, okay, most Chavera, most scrupulous Jews, take too much mice right away, okay, fine, you have a row, Right, but it's still it's for sure tevel, and it's a suffix. Did he or not? Do, uh, did he? And you go basaro because he's having some bad There's no hasam vade vade. So first thing is we have this more in many places. There it's vade vade. Why? Devade masre. It's for sure. It's a, it's not. We're not going basaro and saying most 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 rabbis or most uh, pious Jews are very scrupulous. <coughs> it's for sure that he took trumas and ma'isus. There's a chazaka. There's a presumption. That means it's 100% sure. It's a chazaka that he wouldn't have any Paris in his house that were not uh, taken trumas and ma'isus, that, that were not properly fixed or, or repaired or, or, or prepared by giving trumas and ma'isus. In other words, even if it's vade tevel, it's vade that he took trumas and ma'isus. Because there's, there's a chazaka, you know he did it for sure. Or he baisema, suffolk for suffolk. You're right, maybe there's a suffolk. It's not 100% sure that he took trumas and ma'isus. You're not even sure, though, if it was really chayven trumas and ma'isus. Why? Dilma mikara, maybe originally aimer delotim, maybe it wasn't really tevel. Yes, there's crops in his house, but you don't know for sure that it was tevel. Kravoshia, demravoshia, maramadam altvosa, machnisa b'motzshala. It's possible for a person to evade 
the rules of Trumas or Maestras, and he could bring in the Tvua, he could bring in the Potus into his house in its husks, meaning it's not properly processed yet, ready, and then it goes into the front of the house. You remember, if it goes in through the roof or the side or the back door, you're not chayven Trumas or Maestras, so he can give it to his animals, or chayv, uh, even, even the Chachil, he can give it to his animals, or have a Chilas Aroy, you know, you take a fruit off the tree where you didn't really, you didn't really pr- uh, prepare the produce yet, you're not chayven Trumas or Maestras Torah. But Rabbanan, you should still you shouldn't have a chilas keva until you actually do it properly. But the point is that a person can make this deception. Why would a person do that? Sadiqim shouldn't do that, right? We said originally they would bring it through the front of the house, you know, because they wanted to be chayvimaisers. Later on, the later generations weren't as good. But still, a person, even a good person, might want to just he has to give something to his child or just to to, to his animal or whatever. He wants to do something, uh, you know, just temporarily or or uh, suffolk, or he doesn't want to make him chayiv yet for some reason. Whatever the reason was, he can make a deception, and it's not high, it's not really tevel yet. So, in the case of uh, where a chaver died, you say that his yorshim could eat whatever is in the house right away, not because it's a suffolk uh, uh, overpowering a vaday. No, either it's vaday and vaday. He vaday took trumas. It's vaday tevel. He vaday took trumas and maisis. Or maybe it's even a suffolk. Maybe you don't know if it's chayiv and trumas or maisis. Maybe it's not really tevel. He brought it in yet where it wasn't properly prepared yet. In other words, it was still in his husks. Kadesh tevam tochelos upturah and maisir. Would a chaver do that? Yes, a chaver would do that. A chaver would do that, as I said, for several reasons. Either because uh, uh, he has to feed his child or something like he already wants to taste something. Or another reason that mafarshim say is, um, um, yeah, um, Yeah, what's the reason? Here, only if he, he wants to get out of the rules of Meiser entirely, to get out of the whole problem. But over here, when he brings it in the husk, it's not the derech to do that. In other words, he's bringing it in Shemichayev right now. He's still going to give Trumas and Meisters afterwards when he does the Miruach, when he does the winnowing. In other words, he doesn't want his, the, the people in his house to possibly start eating uh, improperly, so he brings it in in a way that it's not Chayev, for, you know, that it's no Chayev and Trumas and at this point for a small amount, but he's not really trying to evade the whole thing. A Chavar would do that properly. In other words, he wants to do it, so he should, people shouldn't be over in his house, but he's not really trying to get out of the whole concept of Trumas or Mises. He will give Trumas or Mises in general on the crop. The point, though, is that you can't prove from over here that a suffix is Motsumi Dei Vada, because either it's Vada and Vada, or it's Mises, or it's, or it's suffix and suffix. Says the Gemara, ain't suffix Motsumi Dei Yes, are you still saying, maintaining that a doubt does not negate a certainty? Are you still saying that? But Tanya, I'll show you another case. There was a story with the Shifcha Knanis, a Shifcha Knanis. Of a meitzgecher, a presser, a tough guy, a ruffian, a, 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 you know, he was a tough guy. Ish Ali, Ali, Inish Alim, a very tough guy, a Jew. He was Jewish in Rimon, in that city in Israel, and she uh, miscarried. She tilled an She threw her miscarriage, the baby, into a pit. She, you know, what do you do with that? Is all Shaila? Um, does a nafil require kvura or not? The machlokas among the poskim does a nafil today. Rachmanson, somebody has a nafil, if they have a miscarriage, they have. So you want to prove from here maybe that it needs a burial, but this wasn't a proper burial. Anyway, the story was that this shifla threw the baby into into the pit. Now the question was, she didn't look. Was it a boy or a girl? So if it's a girl, if it's a boy, she's tummy for seven days, right? She's shifla knana. She's a half Jew. 
If it's a girl, she's tummy for 14 days. We know 14 and 66, the whole thing that we discussed before. So what happened was some guy went to look in the pit. The guy happened to be a Cohen. And he was, he was concerned about, is it a boy or is it a girl? He was going to try to report to her what it was. He forgot that he was a coin, and there was a question of him becoming Tomei. Uba coined the its bow, and he looked inside the pit, laid the im zocher in the keva. Uba meisled him. Then the question was, oh, wait a minute. I'm worried about zocher in the keva, but you're a coin. You, over, you hung over the pit, and you were mahil. You made an oil over the dead body in your tummy. Uba meisled him. They were retired the coin. He's not tummy. Why? Because there's weasels over there. Bottles is another in the family of weasels. It's not clear what kind of an animal it is. Rashi calls them an alan mas potashar. Not clear what that is. But it's a kind of a uh, animal that eats uh, eats uh, flesh. So because there's always in the pit. There's always animals there, and the animals would eat eat it, pull it into its uh, little hole there, and eat it. So, but over here, there was for sure a dead baby there, right? So for sure there was a tumma, the suffolk guru, a suffolk logger. You're not sure if the chulda took the baby into its, uh, into its hole, which had a paseach tefek, so it wouldn't be tumma anymore. Uh, he shot at that time because he suffered most of the body. So here they passed into the coin's tar. Why is the coin tar? There was for sure tumma there. There's a suffolk whether the animal took the baby away. So you see Suffolk Motsum Bade says, no, Lote Mishitil and Nefilabor, don't say that. My Vakasi Suffolk says, Lote Mishitil and Nefilabor, don't say that she put, that she threw a Nefil into the board. Ala Emashi Pila Kamin Nefilabor. She had some miscarriage there. We don't know for sure if it was a, if it was a, vi, if it was a child. The child has to be 40 days and be formed, legs, etc. So she threw something like a miscarriage into the board. Vavi Suffolk Suffolk, we don't know. We don't know if there was a baby there or not. And even if it was a baby, then the question was, is a Zachar and a Keva? But we don't know for sure. Not only the Zachar and a Keva was what the coin was concerned about, fine, but here the suffix is this. It's a suffix if there was a baby there or not. And even if there was a viable baby there or not, maybe the Hulda took him away. So it's a suffix and suffix. And that's why they were Matire him as like a Svexveka. I've allayed him Zachar and a Keva. But you said he was checking if it was a boy or a girl. It's Mashba, there was a baby there for sure. No. No, no. This is what it means. The coin went to check if it was just like a wind, meaning just a sack of uh, liquids. If it was just not really a baby there at all, if it was no formation, just an empty sack, like an unformed baby. If it was a nephilim, in other words. The coin went to check if there was a baby. He wasn't sure if there was a baby there or not. If it would be a baby, he would check if it's a zacher and a cave. That's what he went to check. So the point is, it's a suffolk where there was a baby there at all. And even if there was a baby, maybe the chulda took him away. There, it's a suffolk and a suffolk. And therefore, it's not a vaday and a suffolk. And therefore, we still can't say that a suffolk can overpower and can negate a certainty. Vibay seima, hasam vaday. We can say hasam vaday vavaday. Why? Even if it was for sure a baby there. It was just a question whether it was a boy or a girl. But since there's animals there, they certainly would take, grab the baby away into their hole, into their hiding place. They might not eat it up. Remember, we talked to Namad Alf, where they eat the whole thing. You know, maybe they would, wouldn't eat it all up right away. Might have been something left. But they certainly would have taken away. As soon as there's a baby there, animals would come. And if there were animals there, they would vaday take, uh, take it away. So therefore, even if there was vaday a baby there, the baby vaday was not in the pit anymore for the coin to become tummy. And therefore, therefore, he went to check if it was a boy or a girl. 
But the fact is, he was not, it was not Tomei. Why? Because there couldn't have been a baby there. After all, now, of course, if he reported back, I saw the baby, that would be different because he saw the baby. That means he was Mahil over the baby. If he saw it was a boy or girl. Here he went to check if it was a boy or girl and he didn't find it. So the question was, was he Mahil or not? He couldn't see. The answer is, we can assume he was not Mahil on the baby, either because we're not sure if there was a baby there or not. And if there was baby, maybe it was taken away. So it's a suffering suffix. Or even if it was for sure a baby there, it was for sure that the uh, would have, uh, the animals would have removed the baby from the opening of the pit and took it into their hole. So, so that's why we say suffering much to the body. And therefore we come back to what we said at the beginning of the Gemara. That when you when you did a bedika, you don't have to be concerned that maybe somebody brought maybe an animal brought it uh, brought a uh, chametz into the house. Otherwise, ain't lived over self. You did what you could, and, and uh, that's what, as far as you go. But if you saw for sure a baby bring, if you saw a, an animal bring chametz into the house, uh, then you got a vaday chametz in the house. You better check it out. You better do a bedika. Sure, you could do a bittel, but you want to do a bedik to make sure you don't eat it. So that's what we said. If 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 uh, there was if there was chametz in the house, you can't assume that the animal ate it up. Maybe he ate it up, maybe he didn't eat it, maybe he's saving it. Says the Gemara, In general, are you not, are you saying, he's saying our Mishnah. Mishnah says, in general, you did the Bidika, you don't have to do any more than that. You don't have to be concerned that maybe a Chulda, maybe some animal brought Chametz into the house. Is that really the case? But Tani Sefer, we're going to learn tomorrow in the Mishnah. Mishnah says over there, after you do Bidika, what do we always do? Uh, the Leila Bidika, we do Bidika. Sometimes you want a sandwich in the morning, so you leave some bread over or some cake or whatever, a Danish for the morning, right? So what do you do? It says over there, Masha Mashiach, what you Chametz that you leave over with intending on eating it on, on uh, Arab Pesach in the morning, make sure you, you put it away securely so that an animal wouldn't get up. If you don't put it securely afterwards, <laughs> put it away, you can't find it in the morning, you'll need another bedika. So what do you say? What do you see? That you are concerned. And as if you don't, if you, you're concerned that maybe somebody's going to bring chametz into that, maybe the chametz will be moved around. I'm going to buy a lakasha, a barba, a it depends. On the 13th day, so this is a strange answer. On the 13th day, when there's plenty of chametz around, so so there we say, you know what? Uh, um, that that when you're you're the, you're not concerned when we say in choshen, when we say our mission, you don't have to worry about uh, chametz that maybe an animal's going to bring more. That's on the thirteenth of of, of Nisan. Now uh, on the thirteenth of Nisan, meaning earlier in the day, if you did your bedika earlier in the day or the night before, if you did it early, then you don't have to be concerned because there's plenty of chametz around. A hold is not going to be schlepping chametz into your house. Right? But if it's on the 14th, when there's not a lot of chametz anymore, because the chametz is being, uh, nobody's going to make any more chametz tomorrow, they're not going to bake anything in the morning, then the chulda will, will, will try to save it over then. Then he'll be looking for it and bringing it in. In other words, you say you got to check it, you got to be careful. We said, because you're worried that maybe, you know, you don't know where it is, right? They're checking for it, the chulda will take it in, take it out. Right, he might, he might take, he might, uh, might bring it around. He might move it. You're worried about that. He says, "Well, that's only when you're not, wor- you're not worried about it." In our Mishnah, the Mishnah we learned today, only on the thirteenth when there's plenty of chametz around. Right, b'shlosh also the shchiach riflin. There's plenty of bread around. Bakulabati in all the houses. Lomitzna the 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 chul is not going to come and try to take some bread and hide it in a place because he always has plenty of bread around. Bar basar. On the fourteenth day, the Loshrikharif says not a lot of bread around, but in most of the houses, because they're not gonna they're not baking bread on the fourteenth, they're gonna wait till the afternoon and bake fresh matzahs. There's no bread on the fourteenth. Mitsana he's gonna hide it away. Amaravas Rava says, What kind of an answer is that? Vikhulda Naviahi? 
even though there was a woman called Chulda Hanavia, right? Vechi Chulda Hanavi was is is the Chulda Navi. The Chulda knows there's going to be bread. It's not going to be bread. He knows what day it is. He knows it Pesach. The other day in our boss, he knows today's the fourteenth. Follow Afia the word. We're not going to bake any more bread. Meaning we're not going to bake any matzah until the evening. Umeshayer Matamin. She's going to leave over some chametz and she's going to hide it. What are you concerned about? In other words, it doesn't make sense. You say once you do bake, you don't have to be concerned that a Chulda is going to come in and hide some chametz in your house and put it in there. You got to check again. And then you say, in the next Mishnah, once you did it, you got to be very careful. Oh, that's the 14th, and this is on the 13th. You think the, you think the Cholden knows the difference? Elam Rav, very simple. The reason why, after you did your B'dikas Chametz, and you left over a sandwich for the next morning, because you're worried if you don't hide it, put it in the cupboard, lock it in the closet, if you don't hide it carefully, you're afraid you'll see a chulda run, grab the sandwich, you know, you see a chulda, you see a rat, or you see some little animal, some vermin come in your house, grab your sandwich and run into the other room, and then you can't find it, you'll need a whole bedika. That's why he says you should put it away, right? Because you're not that we're afraid we're not afraid that once you do a bidika, you don't have to be concerned. Maybe a holder brought it into the house or some other animal house. But the concern is you, on the 14th, after you did your bidika and you have a sandwich put away for the morning, make sure you put that away properly in case so a holder shouldn't come in, grab it, and you'll see the holder running into other areas of the house and you won't know where it is. Tanek Kabasted Rava wrote to Lechel Chametz, if you only Chansar Chabdika, Kate what should you do? After you did Bidika's Chametz, like we do, Masha Mashayer, what you let Kate say, Masha what you leave over for the next morning, and Chenabitsin, put it away securely. So a chulda won't come, but take it around in front of you. Just giving you a good, good advice. But if you don't see that, if you don't see that, you don't have to check. Now there is no reason to assume. Once you did your bedika, you don't have to assume that some animal brought food into your house. Very simple. What happens if you put away ten pieces of chametz, right, for the bedika or whatever, and you find only nine? You got a problem. Right. You don't know what happened to the other one, right? So he says that's so one one it's the same idea, but one is the concern you'll see the hole to grab your sandwich and run away and you won't know where it is. Another concern is let's say you put away ten pieces of you have ten kids in the house and you put away a sandwich for each one of them. And then in the morning you only find nine. So you know something happened to one of them, right? So you gotta go check. All right. Now we get into another this concept. Well, why don't we do that, Ephraim? Why don't you we know, do what? Now that the Gemara mentions it, why don't when you yeah. go eat comments until until the well after Badika, right? Right. Nobody hides it. Sure we do. Don't hide well, it. I no, well, no, hide it. You put it away securely. We don't mean hide it. We mean no, you put you, it away. You, you can't leave it on your dining room table. Uh, it's not a good thing in the morning. Well, yeah, yeah, you put it away. But let's say you wake up in the morning and it's not there. <laughs> I understand. That's then you got a problem, right? No, it just means put it away where you know where it is. Put it away securely. Just don't leave it around. Especially, again, in those days... Houses were open. It was very easy for, you know, even today, people have rats in their house and mice and things like that. You just want to secure it. That's all. Uh, or, or, you but know, they so, didn't he's just, no, right. Yeah. But I'm saying, they but probably I, didn't have any yes, hummets. but the concern is you'll eat the hummets on Pesach. That's the concern. Right. Selling it or not. So I'm just saying, put it away securely. Just giving you good advice. After you did your bedika, make sure you know where. It, make sure you know what you have left over. If you left it on your dining table, fine. You want to take a chance, leave it there. But if you don't, if you only find, you know, if you find half of it the next morning, you got a problem, right? So you're just saying, put it away securely. Put it in the fridge, whatever, you know. But just secure it. That's all. Now here's an interesting thing. You have ten piles of matzah. One's chametz. You can't tell the difference. One's not bread. They're all. Let's say there's matzah, which is chametz also, right? If it was baked too long, if it was, you know, if, if it fermented. So let's say you have 10 piles of matzah and one pile of chametz. And a mouse came, 
and he took one of them, and he matzah shakal, he chametz shakal. He doesn't, you don't know what he did with, you know, you don't know. He took one. He took one of the piles. He had nine, he had 10 piles, nine of matzah, one of chametz. He took one pile and ran into your house, heir of Pesach, or on Pesach for that matter. Right? Now, what are you going to do? You don't know which one he took. So what do you do? That's the same as the case of Teisha Chanuyos, which we're going to see in a minute. What's the case of Teisha Chanuyos? You don't know which, which one he took. We're going to see the point is there that it's Usur, even though it's nine to one, even though it's nine to one. And normally you go Basarov, but we have an exception with Rove as we're going to see. The case of Teisha Chanuyos. That's like the case where we're going to come to explain what that means. Pirish Vasacha, let's say though, a piece of one from one of the piles, one of the ten piles, nine matzah, one chametz. There was some of the some of the bread was removed, pita, whatever you want to call it. You know, there's pita which is chametz, which is chametz, pita which is uh kashula pesa, like matzah. So uh, let's say a piece was separated. But Asakhra Vashakal, and it was you had, you had ten piles. From one of the piles, one piece fell loose. And an Akbar came and he took it and he took it into the house. Hainu Seifa. That's like the end of the missions, which we'll see. That's Mutter. Why? What's the, what's the, what's what we're talking about? The Tanya, Teisha Chanus, a famous case of Teisha Chanus, Gemara in, uh, in Ksubis and Babas and other places in Sanhedrin, Kula Mochum Basashkuta. Ten, nine stores selling kosher meat. Ba'achas Machas Basan Veil, one sells Trefa meat, what we call Trefa, Basan Veil, right? McDonald's. And you went into one of these stores. There were 10 stores, nine kosher, one non-kosher. And you went into one of the stores and you bought from one of them. You don't know which one you bought from. It's Usr. We'll see why it's based on a Pusik. Okay, based on a Pusik, even though it's nine to one, but since you bought it from a fixed spot, the halacha is like 50-50. And if it's 50-50, it's a Suffolk, you have to go to the Chumrah, right? 50-50, is it kosher, not kosher? You have the Chumrah, same thing. It's 50-50, it's Chumrah, or... Or, or matzah, you have to go to the Chumr. The safe of the Bryce says, let's say, though, no. There were these same 10 stores there, nine kosher, one non-kosher, and you find a piece of meat on the floor, on the ground, outside, in, in that whole area, in that market, you went into the shuk, and you found a piece of meat on the, on the ground. We wouldn't eat it today, right? But you can, you can eat you can eat it. You go bust a robe and you can eat that meat. So the same thing over here by the chametz. In the case, in the first case, where they had 10 piles, and, the, and he took it from one of the piles. You don't know which one he took it from. You have to assume it's chametz, even though nine or it's nine to one that it's kosher, that it's matzah. No, you have to assume it's chametz. Why? Because he took it from a kavua spot. Called the kavua kamechza mechza is like 50-50. But if he took it, if it was porish, if it was removed from the spots, just found it loose in the street, and he took it, then you go bust a rove, and it's kosher, and you can assume, and you don't have to do a badika. Right, you don't have to do it. Rashi says, "Pirish me'achzmim, that's a bon achzmim rechos." V'lo yadana me'im inayah pirish, but also achbar v'shakim v'nechzim bias. Hainu safety must see the teshuvahs to hechdo lulakum makum kabul halchum bolachar rov, and you wouldn't have to check. You wouldn't have to check where you go bus a rov. Where do so? What's that based on? It's based on the Gemara Shuba says varvlo. The pasuk is One sheet over there is that if you threw a rock and there were and there were uh, into a, a group of people. And there were two Jews. If you didn't, and you, there was Reuven and Shimon, you wanted to throw Reuven, and you killed Shimon, that you're potter. Rabban say no. You're chayiv in a case like that. You, where are you potter? If you threw it into a, there was a group of ten people, nine Jews and one guy, and you killed a Jew, you're potter. You're potter. Why? 
because it's kavua and it's a 50-50. In other words, the concept of a kol de kavua kamechzah mechzadami, 50-50, is whether lakula or lechumra. You could always go lechumra. Lechumra is easy. You always go lechumra. But even lakula, again, nine Jews and one guy in a group, and you threw a rock, and uh, you threw a rock, and you meant to, to, uh, kill, to kill one of them, and you killed the Jew, even though it's rogue, it's like 50-50, and you're potter. Potter from, obviously, it's potter of a Okay, so the same thing over here. Shneitzibor, now another case. Shneitzibor, let's say he had two piles only, one of Mats and one of Chametz. There were two houses here. One was checked already, and one wasn't checked. One was searched for Chametz, and one was not. It was Leil, it was Leil 14th. And two uh, mouse came, and two mice came. You saw, you saw two mice come. One took one pile and one took the other pile. One took, you know, one took the whole pile of matzah, one took the whole pile of chametz. We don't know which animal took which into which house. In other words, if he would have taken the chametz into the house that wasn't checked, no problem. They haven't checked it yet. They're going to check the house. They'll get rid of it. Right, and if they took the chametz and one, if they took the matzah to one that was checked already, perfect. But we don't know. So he said, "What's the halacha there? Do you have to check?" He says, This is the same as the case of two baskets. We learn like this: truma. He had two baskets. One had chul and one had truma. Chul could be eaten by anybody. Truma could only be eaten by a kohen. Well, if name Shnei Son, and in front of these two baskets, there were two measures of food, Echad Shechul and Truma. There was a pile of Chul and a pile of Truma in front of these two baskets. V'naflu Elu Tochelu. And we saw, uh-oh, uh-oh, here we go. We lost the internet again. <laughs> we lost the internet. All right, we're going to see here. We lost the internet. Let's see. Hold on just a second. Uh, we're back. Are we back or not? Let's see. You're back. You're back. We're back. Okay. All right. <laughs> I didn't wasn't sure if we're back or not. I don't know what happened there. Okay. Any case, so we. Um, <clears throat> I'm just switching spots. We're, I switched to a better spot. Okay. So um, you know, I just need a tomorrow. <laughs> and and we switched and we. Um, okay. Can you hear me? You can hear me? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. All right. So, so what happened here? So the two piles, one pile of chulin, there were two piles, one of chulin, one of, of truma. And there were two baskets, one of chulin, one of truma. One pile for sure fell into one basket, totally. And one, and one pile fell into the other basket. Now, if the chulun fell into the chulun, no problem. If the truma fell into the truma baskets, no problem. But, but we don't know for sure, right? And one fell into the other, meaning that the, the piles fell into the baskets. Mutarin, mutar shani yoma. I say chulun toch chulun I say chulun fell into the chulun. The truma toch truma nafla. Very nice. That's a nice kula. Let's assume that the chulun fell into the chulun, the truma fell into the truma, and the, into the truma basket. So he says the same thing. You have two piles, matzah and chametz, and you saw a rat or whatever, an animal take one pile into one house, and, and another rat took it into the other house, and you don't know which one. You know what? Let's assume that the uh, chametz went into the house that wasn't checked yet, and the matzah went into the house that was checked again, so that house that was checked doesn't have to be rechecked. 
That's what he wants to say, right? So the Gemara says, that's a nice kula. Amr Darminan, Shani Omer, when do you say that nice kula, but Trumad Rabbonan? Rashi says it's Trumad Rabbonan, why? Because it's Bizman Hazeh. Trumad Bizman Hazeh is only Rabbonan. Or you could have also said, you're talking about, let's say, it wasn't grain, it was uh, fruits. But let's assume we're talking about grain. So Rashi says it's Trumad Bizman Hazeh. B'chomitz Doraisa Miyamrina. But by Chomitz, by, by Chomitz is a Doraisa, even Bizman Hazeh. So you wouldn't assume that. So therefore... Therefore, you can't assume that the chametz went into the house that was not checked and the, and the matz went into the house that was checked. So the Gemara says, what kind of answer is that? Atu b'dikas chametz do raisa? Chametz, of course, is do raisa. You can't eat it. But uh, on Pesach or Erev Pesach from, six, uh, from, from noon on. But b'dikas chametz is not a do raisa. This is all drabanan. Remember, the whole thing is drabanan. That you shouldn't come to be over, you shouldn't come to eat it, right? All you need is all you need is bittel, right? So therefore, therefore, he says this is also the case. So you don't have to check the house again. You have two K, you have a pile of chametz and a pile of matzah, and you saw an animal take the chametz into one house, and you saw another animal take the matzah into the house. You could assume that the matzah went into the house that was checked already, and uh, you just need another check. And the chametz went to the house wasn't. Why? Because because chametz is also drabana and submit a rice, a bit alone is good enough, and therefore that's why you can make this assumption. Other Mephorshim say that he calls chumat drabanan because mira rice, as we'll see, chametz is not bottle. As we'll see, chametz is not bottle at all. Whereas truma, chametz is never bottle. That's the rule of chametz. Whereas truma, everything else is bottle menatora. Chumat drabanan meaning. Truma, we, what, is, what, what does it take to be matal truma? We learn one in a hundred, right? If you give a hundred parts of chulen to one part of truma, the truma is bottle. That's drabana. Midaraisa, it's bottle one and two. Midaraisa, everything is bottle by majority, except for chametz. Chametz is a special chumrah, but everything else is, is bottle. It's bottle, whether it's, uh, whether it's um, uh, you know, Arla, whatever we talk about, it's always bottle, bottle, barob. All the rules of bottle, b'shishim, davar, b'shibaminyan, lo bottle, that's all drabonim. So in any case, you could be makel over here because we're talking about the bedika. We're not talking about the, the, the issue of eating. Eating, and obviously, uh, you know, eating is, uh, you'd have to be machmer, right? If you saw, if a question is somebody brought hummets into the house, you got to be careful. You got to check it out. But the bedika, you wouldn't necessarily because that's only a drop on them. All right, we'll stop here and we'll pick it up tomorrow, Mitz Hashem. Have a good day, everybody. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, sure.